streets of Cincinnati, welcome to the Duckle! I'm your host, the Iceman, Jeff Trenopole. And yes, I'm a little fired up because we're one day away from the freaking Super Bowl. God, I can't wait. <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I am fired up. I am ready for this. I'm ready for them to get this over with. <sighs> so, do me a favor. If you found the show, hit that like and subscribe button. Smash that thumbs up. I'm up to 1,498 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. Now, if you're watching on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram or anything like that other than the YouTube channel, and you have yet to subscribe to my YouTube channel, please do so. Please go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Hit the subscription button, hit the bell for notification, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. And also exclusively, as Rowdy Everlap just did here in the uh, chat crew, we're doing Super Chats. So if you want to make sure you're 
comment gets read or you just want to support what I'm doing, give me a super chat. I would greatly appreciate it. And as always, I'm coming to you live from the ice cave and the ice cave is brought to you by T properties, T properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. All right, Rowdy, just started off here. He says he's calling out T. Higgins for a C notes. Dude, I'm I agree with you. I think people are sleeping on T. Everybody keeps talking about Jamar. I love Jamar, but you double Jamar, which they may or may not, T's gonna ball out. So what's up to everybody in the chat? Joe, Craig, Royal Flush, Haas, Richard, Brad, uh, April, you're in there. Who else am I missing? Kane's in there. Hunter, Jeffrey. Anyway, what's up, guys? Welcome to the show. It's Friday. This is a fun football Friday show. This is awesome. I am working really hard trying to get my boy, and he made it, Josh Cavalcante. He is a Bengals super fan. He's formerly of the Bengal Broad Podcast, so if you guys ever listened to that and loved it as much as I did, you know who I'm talking about. Let's get to him right now. I'm so excited. How we doing? Josh, what's going on, buddy? Not much. Uh, sorry, a little bit of technical difficulties over here. The uh, link was not working on the laptop, so I am currently joining you via iPhone. So <laughs> I can't uh, can't hear too well. I'm sure my audio is a little jacked up as well, but uh, glad to be with you. Oh, you're good, dude. You're good. Trust me, I'll, I'll talk loud enough so, so you can hear me. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I know that. Been around <laughs> you a few times. Always a pleasure to be around you, dude. Dude, I, I love, I love hanging out with you too. I, like Josh, we're two days away, brother. We're two, well, a day and a half actually. It's you know five o'clock or whatever. However technically you want to say it. I am so freaking fired up. I'm. This has been the longest damn week of my entire life. I cannot wait to get this over with. I can't wait till Sunday. How are you feeling a couple of days out here? Uh, well, initially, I was uh, pretty excited about having that week off just to give my heart a break after, uh, what, three back-to-back weeks of <laughs> right. excitement. But now it's kind of like, man, I just wanted to get here. The ran- uh, nerves are starting to ramp up. Obviously, everybody, I, I live near Chicago, so not too many Bengals fans up here. I know a few, but yeah. – uh, you know, about the only one I think that works at the uh, place that I work. So everybody's obviously coming up to me. Hey, how you feeling? Uh, you know, how, how's it going? Get all the Bengals memes sent to me from all the Bears fans and Colts fans up here. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm ex- extremely excited. Uh, it's kind of funny. Been invited to several Super Bowl parties up here. And as I just stated, there's no Bengals fans up here and I've turned them all down I said I am not not watching the Super Bowl with you guys it's gonna be me and my two boys in the living room locked into the TV I don't need Uh any of your uh side commentary no comments from the peanut gallery I want to be locked in on on what I want to see and what I want to pay attention to yeah exactly we're we're actually going to go uh, to a bar, a local bar here in Cincinnati called Bucketheads, where they actually uh, take take reservations because I kind of wanted to be around a whole bunch of crazy Bengal fans. And a lot of people, a lot of my friends are going up to 16 lots, which is, I don't know, a good hour to 45 minutes from my house. I'm like, that's just a little too far for me to drive up there. So we're going there. It's got wall to wall TVs. I cannot wait. I, I, dude, I don't know about you. I'm not going to be able to sleep Saturday. I, I'm, I'm already 
it's Friday, man. I'm already like, yeah. I haven't been able to sleep all week. I've been <laughs> tossing and turning, turning and waiting for this moment. I mean, how long we've been, we've waited for this, especially uh, guys like you and I and many other Bengals fans out there waited 33 years for this. You know, I was, I was seven years old last time they made it this far. And it was funny. I took my boys to the Bengals Raiders game and I was trying to give them a, you know, they hear the word 31 years yeah. since we won a playoff game and they hear up, but I was trying to give them a little bit more, you know, perception into reality. And right. I said, Hey guys, you know, the last time they won one of these games, I was four years younger than what you guys are right now. Right. And all of a sudden their eyes were like, Whoa, like reality kind of set right. in. Exactly. But, uh, we've waited a long time for this. There's no other fan base that deserves it more than we do, you know, and uh, I'm sure there's, some out there would argue with us, but uh, oh, a lot of misery, a lot of down moments we've been we've been through, a lot of uh, situations where maybe we thought things were gonna start turning differently and they didn't, and here we are, and they finally have. Well, let's let's talk about one of the, those those uh, periods of time where we thought things would be different. Giant uh, Paps has brought it up. Uh, he said, "Please let's discuss the BS: Carson Palmer, Rudy, Chad, Jeremy, Hushizada, Willie Anderson, Justin Smith got." He wanted to pretend the Bengals didn't come close, please. If you haven't heard, I heard about this right before I, I went on the air. Carson apparently went on some radio station and said that even if Joe Burrow wins a Super Bowl, he has to decide if he really wants to stay with the Bengals. Are they going to put together a winning team? Dude, they're in the Super Bowl. They're already put together a winning team. By the way, the offensive line that Carson Palmer had his entire career here is 10 times better than what Joe Burrow's got right now. My opinion, that's on you, Carson. That's on you. You're the only one that's pissed off. TJ doesn't say anything about it. Uh, Chad doesn't say anything about it. Hell, Takeo Spikes, who never made a playoff, is is repping the Bengals. But Carson's out there going, oh, you got to make sure he's going to stay and they're going to spend money. And uh, Dude, I, I'm so sick of this dude. I mean, I, I loved Carson when he was here. But I don't, mm -hmm. I, How do you feel about that? Well, I, I didn't see uh, the whole interview. I saw about a 30-second snippet on uh, James Rapine's All Bengals site. Right. And uh, I feel like every time Carson Palmer speaks about the Bengals, it always kind of gets blown out of proportion a little bit. But at this point, man, it, it's also getting a little tiring. Like, we don't care what your opinion is anymore. I mean, right. how long has it been since you've been gone? Uh Andy Dalton had more success than you did as the quarterback of this team with, with less. So at, at this point, it's just kind of getting a little tiring. And again, I always loved Carson, obviously didn't like how things ended there right. uh, at the end of his tenure. Cause he always kind of felt like he was going to be the guy. We, know, we, we thought he Joe was going to be Joe Burrow. We thought he was going to be Joe Burrow before Joe Burrow. That's, that's <laughs> exactly. the way I felt about it. Yeah. And then things ended very sour uh, the way they did. And, uh, couldn't stand them for a few years. And then, you know, time kind of goes by and uh, you learn to just deal with things. But at this point, it's just kind of like, Carson, we, we don't care what you think about the Bengals. You know, you can go ahead and, you know, try to spread whatever bad mojo, bad vibes you want. But I, I, I think he was one of the guys that maybe even said that, you know, Joe Burrow shouldn't even come to Cincinnati to begin with. So maybe – uh, he doesn't quite know what he's talking about, you know, <laughs> kind of speaking out of his ass, you know, for lack of a better term. So exactly. Yeah. I, I think it's like you said, who cares? 
Who cares if Carson Palmer left? He didn't want. He was going to retire and not play for us. He went to the Raiders, didn't do anything there. Went to Arizona, didn't do anything there. So why did he go rip those two organizations? Because he didn't win there either. You yeah. know. So I mean, is it is it the Bengals or is it you? Because I'm sorry, the year after he left, we went to five straight playoffs. All right. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't win any of them, but we didn't do that when he was here. So I don't. Yeah, he only made two playoff appearances when he was here. I mean, 05 is the one that everybody kind of goes back to and says, oh, that would have been the year we would have made to the Super Bowl. And I've said it to many people, too. You know, obviously had the situation against the Steelers where he got his knee shredded apart. But uh, he was never quite the same guy after that, even uh, on the field and even off the field. It kind of seemed like some things changed with him. And it wasn't too many years after that. you know, things completely fell apart, but you look back on it now, uh, we probably wouldn't have had some of the players that we had gotten, you know, with that, you know, with, with Palmer being still the quarterback and, uh, things happen for a reason. I'm, I'm glad where we're at right now. I try not to care too much about what Carson Palmer has to say these days. Now he's not been here for 12 years. Exactly. Well, I got I got I got to bring in a, a special guest here. We got coming in live from the Super Bowl. We we got Cap. He was able to oh, to man. jump on. Look look looking good out there, Cap. You know, and and, and sadly, I the, the wife's uh, uh, train uh, rail got delayed. So no, nothing exciting other than you know the the rail system behind me. But uh, the the beanery where the Bengals have basically absolutely taken over that entire block is insane i i posted a, a little on twitter i'll go live again once i get the wife and her luggage and you know oh what can go wrong we'll be at a bar drinking with luggage you know no big <laughs> <Right>. deal. <laughs> sounds like a good plan to me brother sounds like a good plan so it, it look it looks a little warmer there th- than it does here in cincinnati it, it, are you are you okay out there you know you got you got your suntan lotion and everything oh you know what here here can, can you smell can you smell my pits right now it's it's disgusting but the good thing is on Radio Row, uh, happened to see a uh, Old Spice booth that gave me some bomb, like lavender and something, Ooh. elderberry, or I don't know, some kind of great smelling uh, deodorant. So there you go. Yeah, oh, that, was, that was clutch. Then that was a clutch stop for you. <laughs> hey, I, I heard. Uh, I heard Tequila Spikes gave you a shout out on uh, on Radio Row today. He did. Yeah, that's what I was told. Uh, every everybody told me that I needed to go to Radio Row today, and as much as I wanted to, I knew that we'd have so many Bengals fans here. So I had to make a business decision and uh, stick with uh, stick with my guys. So there you go. Yes, sir. All right, who day? Uh, he's live on a, on an internet show. <laughs> yeah. Gosh, what'd you say, Josh? I see uh, Cap's got the Cartier shades on. Well, I think we found out they weren't uh, Cartier. I can't remember the... the, the... Yes, sir. Uh, no kids, black kids, white kids, Hispanic kids cannot use any of the parks in LA. It's for white, white snowflakes, the snobs, with their dogs off the leash. Huh. Every fucking park in LA is for dogs off the leash only. Everyone, <laughs> football, soccer, rugby, multi-purpose. Live TV show, people. No sports. All right. Like you should take. I mean, I know it's too late. It's all about money. Yeah. But I've got his 
All right, we'll just mute that real quick. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got a uh, uh, $5 uh, super chat from uh, Rowdy Avery Lap says T Higgins for the game winning touchdown. That sounds good to me. I mean, I think T Higgins is going to ball out. That, uh, oh, I, some of the conversations that I've had uh, on, on the rail, bro, it's just been epic. <laughs> that was interesting there, right there. <laughs> oh, and, and, you know, hey, I just want to point this out. He was wearing a Tampa Bay Buccaneer shirt. <laughs> no, I'm, you know, I'm not saying there's any correlation, but. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so uh, uh, right at row, uh, man, like everybody, I, uh, it's it's too bad. I would love to. I mean, Takio uh, DM me and said that he'd see me out here. So I still got to try to run into him. You know, he's, he's one of those guys, and I heard you guys talking about Palmer. Yeah. Um, he's one of those guys who he had a he had a legit beef. Marvin Lewis came in. He didn't care. You know, he he, he didn't want to uh, rebuild. He didn't want to go through that again. Uh, doesn't matter what Lewis was selling. He wasn't buying it. It was a shame because he didn't go to a playoff game, uh, you know, once he left. And but you know what? All these guys looking back, you know, Shane Graham said said the same thing. It's like, you know, when he left, he was upset. You know, that that business decision type stuff, it, it, it hurts. And, you know, I think we can all admit, I think the team would admit that the team hasn't always made the best business decisions in the past. Right. Uh, they, they paid for it. Uh, they are definitely making huge strides to correct some of those errors. And guys like Takeo are, are, are on board. I love it. I absolutely love it. That's why when guys like Palmer, it just continually runs his yeah. mouth. Yeah. You know what? I, I said on Twitter, this is the biggest moment we've had in decades. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, don't use right now to be petty. And that's what he's doing. He's being right. petty. Other people have said it. Burrow's doing in, in far less time what well, Carson was supposed to do and never did. With with a – like me and Josh just talked about, with a worse offensive line. Yep. Yep. And, and you know what? Carson was supposed to be that guy. And, yeah, he put up some great numbers. He had some good season. When he was surrounded with a great offensive line and just talent all over the football field on offense, he had, he had a great season. But, you know, what did he do when the chips were stacked against him? What did he do in the playoffs? He, he, he crapped the bed. Yep. He did. So exactly. he's upset. Um, I don't care. He can kick rocks. And we're going to win the same. Exactly. That's what me and Josh – what's your thoughts on that, Josh? As far as cart, I mean, I, I obviously agree with all that. It's kind of the same thing <laughs> yep. we, we had just had. Uh, you know, I just – the whole Carson Palmer narrative is getting old. Uh, just uh, – he kind of disappeared after he retired, and then all of a sudden it's looking like we're going to get Joe Burrow. We're making playoff runs. We're making Super Bowls, and all of a sudden he wants to come out of his uh, cave in Idaho or whatever he's, he's living at now and uh, make all of his comments. Uh, and it obviously riles people up and, you know, they don't, they don't want to hear anything negative, especially when we've had the most positive season that we've had in uh, multiple decades. So just like you said, Jeff, I think it's uh, just bad timing on his part, but uh, that's what he's going to do. He, he doesn't really have too much good to say about the Bengals and uh, they don't really even talk about him either no. too much. So it's, I mean, it, it's kind of is what it is. He, he should be a forgotten Bengal to be honest. I mean, I mean, the thing is like, yeah. What, why, why, why? I don't understand the point to coming out and keep already saying the narrative that you said when when the Bengals drafted Joe Burrow that he shouldn't come here. They don't spend any money. Blah, blah. 
and that's been completely blown out of the water the last two years about them not spending money and blown out of the water by Joe Burrow, by Jimmy Burrow, by Robin Burrow, saying that they wanted him to come here. They like being here, all this stuff. Why, why, why is, why does Carson even have to say anything? Just go away. You're the forgotten Bengal. You're not going to be in the ring of honor. You're not going to be able to get any of this other stuff. Go, go enjoy the, the years you had at Arizona and leave us alone is what I think. <laughs> Perfectly said. <laughs> Well, hey, hey, Cap, what do you think about the start of my uh, my new beard here? I, I haven't shaved since the day before the Raiders game, so I'm, I'm kind of getting my playoff beard going here. I got a long ways to go before you, but it's kind of getting at that annoying stage. But <laughs> at this point, after three consecutive wins, I realize what I need to do. I, I, I just got to keep it rolling. I, I like it. You know, it's got a ton of promise. And uh, I'm going to have to run. Uh, my wife just texted me. She's walking. I don't know where she's walking to because she's not here. So <laughs> it is right. now mission find Hubei. All right. Well, good so, luck, Hubei, brother. And hey, enjoy, all right. Enjoy yourself out there. I'm completely jealous, but I'm completely excited for you. All right. Who day? Who day, brother? All right. So he was, was able to nice jump surprise. off. Wasn't yeah, he, I, I wouldn't. I wasn't sure if he was going to jump on or not. So I, that's why I didn't say anything. He's running around there, so. I said he'd jump off for a little bit, you know, show us some uh, California sunshine or something. But yeah, it looked beautiful out there. I got about six inches of snow still <laughs> on the ground up here. So yeah, ours is finally starting to melt. So it's we we had a uh, couple of 50, 50 degree uh, uh, days here. So real quick, uh, I want Jeremy or Jeffrey here has asked me a couple of times how Jeremy's doing. And Jeremy's uh, my co-host. Well, used to be on here a lot, but he's you know been busy at work. Anyway, he got in a car wreck uh, about a week week or so, week or so ago, and I actually. Was talking to him on the phone right before we went on the air here. He had his back surgery. He's got tubes everywhere, he says. Uh, he he can move his legs and everything. He's uh, six to ten months of recovery ahead of him. So he said as soon as he can sit up and, uh, you know, and not be in complete pain for about ten minutes or, or twenty minutes, he's going to come on the show. So that's the update with Jeremy. He's doing, doing better. Surgery went well. Keep him in your thoughts and prayers. So, and he's very upset. Well, he's hoping to get the hell out of there so he doesn't have to watch the uh, the uh, Super Bowl in the hospital. That would suck. Well, that's good to hear. I, I didn't know that he had gotten in uh, an accident until last night. I actually was watching one of your shows and saw some stuff, and then I went back and did a little bit of research. I didn't know that, but how you doing, Jeremy? Uh, hope, hope you quick recovery and uh, definitely thinking about you, uh, you know, You'll get through this. Just uh, at least they have TV there at the hospital, so you're able to watch it. Yeah, all I can watch is try to concentrate on the positives, and uh, you'll get through it. Yeah, all I can watch is ESPN. I said, "Oh, cool! You can watch your favorite guy, Stephen A." He goes, "I'm not watching that guy." (laughs) (laughs) So let's get let's get back to the comments here. All right, Nick says Palmer quit on us. The fact that he's saying Joe should quit on us too tells me all I need to know about the guy. Yeah, and that's he's just a big crybaby. He's he's jealous. He's upset that it didn't go the way it thought of. He thought it would, and he's blaming everybody else except him. And sorry, you're the guy with the with the ball. You don't want to play it all the game. So anyway, John says Carson, don't be like the next Bart Scott. What a crybaby. Jackpot Joey doesn't let things bother him, and he focuses on the task, and that's. To win the Super Bowl. 
and it has a big fat cigar ready. Exactly. And by the way, if you guys are still wanting Jackpot Joey cigars, you got to DM Matty Myers. He's got some. I was running around uh, making some deliveries today, too. So I got one. I'm ready to, to light that bitch up uh, Sunday night. I might light <laughs> it up right in the bar if they let me. <laughs> I think they'll let I think they'll let people get away with quite a bit. Uh, I had actually thought about going to Cincinnati. I still have a lot of family that lives in the area and was going to drive down there. But with work and the, the kids schedule, it was going to be hard to I want to make sure I'm for sure down there for the parade. Uh, oh, if, absolutely, dude. If and when that Which, happens. Well, like, I'm actually kind of curious about that. Are they going to actually have a parade? Because I know they're going to have it in the stadium. So, because I know oh, it's, they'll it's, have a parade. It, it's scheduled for Wednesday. I hope they do. Because, I mean, in 88, all they had was a big rally down at Fountain Square. And that's what they did when the Reds won the World Series in 1990. We never yeah. had a parade. So, I, as far as I know, when the Reds have won anything, we've never had a parade. So, I'm hoping they do. I'm assuming they're going to, but I, I, I don't know. I saw a video clip and uh, of the mayor on TMZ. Uh, he was doing an interview on there, and he said they're already scheduling the parade. So, oh, good. Okay, well there you go. Whether that was said in jest or not, I don't know, but he did. He did say that. But uh, well, that's I, yeah, I hope they have a parade down uh, this weekend because it's a about a four hour drive. So to go back and forth uh, a couple yeah. times within a couple days right. uh, wasn't going to fit our schedule. But me and the boys will. Uh, definitely be representing up here in Chicago land. Oh, hell yeah, dude. And, and like I said, the, the parade is going to be an absolute blast. And, and most likely they do have a parade. In my opinion, they're going to end it in the stadium. So that, that that's going to be, that's going to be cool. I, I, I cannot freaking wait. I'm, I'm planning on going down to the stadium when they come home. If it's four o'clock in the morning, five o'clock in the morning, I don't care. I'm, I'm going to be down there. So, yeah, I might, I might just get a wild hair up, up my rear end too, and just decide to just get in a truck and start heading down. I'm, I don't know I'm, how I'll react. I know? might call you. I might call you like, Josh, let's go. Come on, get down yeah. here. I, who knows? I might actually do it. I, I'm not going to go ahead and discount that possibility. I, uh, many thoughts that went through my head as, as far as how I'm going to react uh, when it happens. But uh, man, we're, we're right here. Four quarters away, buddy. Four quarters away. Exactly. Well, and then one thing I know you got you got to get out of here pretty quick here. You can you can go on a, a few. I know okay. I told you, uh, okay. but we got the time. <laughs> That's cool. Just whenever you got to go, let me know. But one thing right. I, I point I want to I want to bring up, and everybody keeps talking about the Rams defense and Aaron Donald and Von Miller and all these guys and yada yada yada. And how are, are we going to stop them? Well, my question is. How are the Rams going to score in the Bengals defense? This is the Bengals defense that went into Kansas City and held the Chiefs to three points in the second half. Shut them down. In my opinion, the Rams' offense isn't any better than Kansas City's. If the, our defense could do that to Kansas City in Kansas City, then I think Luke can scheme some up for, for, the, for the Super Bowl. So everybody keeps talking about their defense. I think they should be worrying about our defense. Yeah, I agree. Uh, you know, I think... Hendrickson has the possibility to give Big Wit some some issues over there. Uh, hopefully, Henderson can stay healthy and, and stay going the entire game. I know he's had a few issues throughout the season as far as that goes, getting knocked out here and there. But I think he's got the the possibility to give him some issues. And then, uh, as Anarumo showed against the Chiefs, they're willing to uh, mix it up you know, unlike any way that you've seen them do all year, you know, whether it's, you know, just rush three guys and, and drop the rest of them in coverage, they're going to do whatever it takes to win. 
like they showed uh, against Kansas City. So, uh, yeah, I agree. Our defense isn't being talked about. Uh, the yeah. one part that I'm a little worried about, and uh, we've kind of been lucky that a lot of the teams haven't uh, exploited it a little bit more because if you go back and look, the Raiders, the Titans, and the Chiefs were all running the ball relatively good against us. And, uh, you know, right when you look at what kind of front we were playing against Kansas City with three guys, you know, you could kind of understand that. But even early in the game, uh, McKinnon was ripping off, you know, eight yards a carry. You go back to the Titans game, you know, they, they played Henry, but Foreman, I mean, what he had, oh, like, yeah, Foreman four was killing. carries for yeah. 66 yards. Yeah. Josh Jacobs uh, ran the ball really well in the Raiders game. Uh, they don't have as, you know, I guess as good as running backs. Michelle and Akers are serviceable, but, um, you know, I think if, if the Rams were smart, they would probably try to run the ball a little bit more because we have looked a little vulnerable there. But, Which is surprising. Well, I mean, a, lo- a lot of that is is we don't have Larry Ogunjobi. I mean, that, that's that's yeah. he's been a, a big loss. I mean, BJ Hill has balled out. I mean, he's played played great, and we've had other guys spri- sprinkle in. And I, I'll even give it to to, to um, uh, Tyler Shelvin. Shelvin hasn't played much, but when he's been in there, he's he's got the job done. But le- but losing Larry Ogunjobi has been a big loss, and I think they've done a pretty good job of compensating for that. But again. You are saying we are we are getting run on more than we used to, and and I agree with you with the Tennessee thing. I was down at that game, and I remember telling the Tennessee fans that are in front of me, I said, "You guys should run the backup guy." I didn't know his name at the time. I said, "He's he's getting more yardage than Derrick Henry is," and he looked looked at me, and goes, "Yeah, I agree with you." I said, mm-hmm. "I'm glad you're not, <laughs> but they should," <laughs> yeah. you know. So yeah. I mean, Dante I, Foreman I, just looked like he had more burst in that in that game, but. Uh, mm-hmm. Whatever reason, thankfully they they decided that they were gonna ride King Henry, and you know you could tell he was a little bit slowed up. But then, even fast forward, that, especially that first half of the Chiefs game, it seemed like every time McKinnon got a carry, it was for eight nine yards. You know, right. and and that was putting him in some really good situations early in that game. Obviously, they made some adjustments and stiffened up, and for whatever reason, it didn't seem like the Chiefs were interested in running the ball that much. Either uh, they, the, they, they, the Chiefs, and, and I watched some of the see, people sent me so many different hype videos and and Chief reaction videos and stuff. But but this one guy, I guess he does a live stream during the game. <laughs> I don't even know who he is, and oh, he was sure completely was like magical. Uh, he, oh, he was completely like, oh, the Chiefs just totally gave this game away. It was ridiculous. I'm like, dude, Patrick Mahomes was completely confused. He didn't know what to do with the ball. The man literally ran around in circles till Sam Hubbard said, all right, F it, and he went after him, and he strip-sacked him. Mm-hmm. So you can say Patrick Mahomes had a meltdown, or you can say, I don't know, the Bengals' defense confused him. So, you know, that's that's where I, that's where I hate Yeah, I think, I think you're probably more uh, correct there on the ladder. I think yeah. the, the Bengals confused them, and they were able to make some big-time plays. I mean, Mahomes is always going to make plays, but he probably saw some things that he hadn't typically seen before, and – you know, guys weren't getting open, and no matter how much time, you know, because initially you're kind of looking at that game, you're like, holy, too much time, too much time. Oh, yeah. How does he got this much time? Uh-huh. But then you kind of go back and look at things, you know, more objective, objectively, and you're right. like, wow, they they had him completely bottled up. Like, there yeah. was nobody open. Yeah, he, they, they, that that goes to the secondary, how good the secondary is, how good Cheetah Bay Woods has played, how good Bomb Bell has played, how good, I mean, Sam Hubbard has been, he, he drops back. They put him in the linebacker position. I mean, these are things that that has confused 
the, 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 the quarterbacks and they don't know what to do. I mean, hell, the first play of the game in the Tennessee Titans game, J.C. Bates jumped the route and picks it off. You know, mm-hmm. Mike Hilton ma- makes a play. I mean, there's been so many times that they've made game-changing plays in this playoff run. I mean, let's go back to the first game with the, the, the Raiders. Uh, Pratt picks the ball off at the end zone to, to seal the win. Every single playoff win we've had, our defense has made multiple defensive plays that have changed the game. And that's where, I, you know, I keep saying, I'm going back to my, my original point, that I don't think people are, are talking about the Bengals' defense enough of, of looking mm. of, of the whole of what they've done, not only in this regular season, but in this playoff run. So that, that's where I'm like, I think it might be a defensive struggle at first. I, mean, I think it's yeah, cl- close either way. And to further your point as far as that goes, even like not just making plays, but making them in big-time moments, yes. crunch time. Yes. Uh, I saw – I can't remember who it is, so I apologize, but I did see a tweet where uh, – and I didn't really think about it until I saw it, but all three quarterbacks that they had played this postseason, their last pass attempt was an interception. And, you know, we sit there and go back and look. You're right. Yeah. All those uh, games, they were all close. So those were all huge, huge plays that uh, definitely tilted the game in the Bengals' favor. But yeah, I think our defense is going to step up. I don't think it's going to be, you know, both teams scoring thirty plus points in a in a shootout. I think both teams are probably going to be in the twenties, and it's going to be close. And uh, yeah, it. I man. mean, let's be honest, Josh. Matthew Stanford's going to throw us the ball. Uh, he's going to. He's done it so many times. I mean, and there was at least two or three lame ducks that he threw against the Sucky Niners that they should have picked off. And yeah, never he's did. good for a couple plays like that. Uh, even though he's played good in the postseason, as all the Rams fans want to point out, uh, yeah. you know, he's he's always good for a couple of those if he plays, even if it's, uh, you know, a fumble in the pocket or, you know, trying to pull something down and losing the ball or throwing a stupid, uh, trying to, you know, think his arm's going to be able to do more than what right. it, what, what it can and throwing a, a ball that he shouldn't. Yeah, he's always good for one or two of those plays, and it's going to be up to the defense to continue their hot streak and capitalize on those one or two moments that they're going to get. Well, not only that, is is the Rams themselves melt down. I mean, let's just go back to the Tampa Bay game. I mean, they, they damn near gave that game away. You know, they snap the ball over over uh, Matthew Stafford's head. Brady makes a play to, to Evans, and they're back in that game. So, I mean, it's not only Matthew Stafford. It's it's the Rams themselves that they they melt down. And that's where, again, I, I, I'm very confident that the Bengals can win this because they don't. This team, they've been the, the least penalized team in, I think, all – I know the AFC, maybe all of football. I'm not sure out. I'm not sure about that for sure. They've won at least penalized teams in the playoffs. They've won the turnover battle in every playoff game that they played this year. Joe Burrow has only thrown two interceptions. One of them is because Samar J. Piron messed up. The other one is because, well, in my opinion, the Chiefs were offsides and he chucked it down the field and they never mm-hmm. called the offsides. Those yeah. are the only two interceptions he's gotten. And and people want to keep complaining about the sack. Oh, he got, gave up nine sacks. Yeah, but he didn't turn the ball over. <laughs> that's more important than anything. And that's where they've been very smart and calculated in, in the way they played. And I just think they're better prepared mentally than the Rams are. Yeah. I mean, it, and I think you are correct that they are the least penalized uh, team in the NFL. At least they were for a really long stretch. Cause I used to hear that, you know, it seemed like every week on a broadcast that mm-hmm. uh, they mm-hmm. were the least penalized team in the NFL. So they've been very good about uh, being smart and uh, you know, just playing smart, 
you know, football and, you know, all the, the three different groups have supported each other and complemented each other in, in big time ways. And, uh, you know, I don't think we should underestimate the fact of, uh, you know, the coaching, the two head coaches knowing each other too. And yes. that could probably factor into some things as mm -hmm. well as far as decision making and, and what they might try to do. Well, and also Brian Callahan knows Matthew Stafford. He coached him in Detroit. Yeah. So, yeah, a lot of different little connections in there uh -huh, that uh -huh. uh, make this one. It's going to make it more interesting, it's, I think, than yeah, a lot of people be... think. And then, you know, I, I hear up here Rams are going to blow them out. Where Rams are gonna <laughs> Get blow out of here with that crap. You know, this and that. Yeah, but, the, the Chiefs are supposed uh, to blow us out. That, that didn't yeah, happen either. Exactly. And yeah. uh, But if you look at it, I mean, you know, if you look on, on paper and just stats, I mean, we're pretty evenly matched with the Rams, you know, across right. the board, offensively and defensively. Well, I think offensively we're, we're more talented, to be honest. I'll get the Dale's comment here real quick before we get to that, but he got, he's got over under on uh, Trey's uh, sacks. Well, uh, he's got. Uh, I think uh, Trey goes over one and a half sacks. Yeah, I, I, I I'm with you too, and I, and I love Wit. I love Big Wit. I do, but I think yeah. Trey's going to get him. I, I really do. Yeah, I think Trey gets two sacks in this one. Yeah, and, and the thing is now for the Bengals, I, I think we have we can't give up nine. No matter what what I keep talking about here, we, we can't give up nine <laughs> sacks again. But yeah. if we can hold them to two to four sacks, uh, four at the most, I I, I think that bodes well for the Bengals moving forward. What, what do you think about that as far as the sacks go for the for the Bengals? I mean, well, I mean, that. obviously the, the least the better. But uh, yeah, uh, Aaron Donald's going to get his. Uh, I think Leonard Floyd actually concerns me a little bit more than Von Miller uh, getting there. You know, maybe everybody's concentrated a little bit more. Uh, you know, with the the blocking schemes and whatnot to, to try to combat Aaron Donald mm -hmm. and Von Miller. And it opens it up a little bit for Floyd, but um, you know, I'd say you're probably in, in that range. You know, I probably hit the sweet spot if we could somehow limit it to two or three, but um, two or three, it's over dude. getting ourselves. If Aaron Donald's not going to nah. impact the game, whether that's yeah. with sacks or pressures, he's going to yeah. uh, force the Bengals to have to, adjust what their game plan is to yeah. to try to halt his progress. So he's he's going to impact the game in a big-time way. He's the best defensive player probably, I mean, arguably oh. ever. In yeah, the, in the he's the best one in football, football right now. League, so. uh, I mean, they have to find some way to at least minimize what, what he does. They're not going to stop him. I agree with you like that. They're not gonna I'll always him. lean towards Lawrence Taylor being my most, uh, you know, the best yeah. defensive player oh. ever. But uh, oh. you know, I'm with you there. Right up there in, in that caliber. When when I when I was a, when I was a kid, LT was the man. I get the I like Haas's uh, comment here. He said, "Take it all the way back to training camp where the defense was giving our offense trouble. They were way better than people gave gave them credit for then." And that's the thing too. And, and that's and, a great point. Well, if you look, if you guys remember the beginning of the year, we won because of our defense. Because Joe Burrow was Jack Powell wasn't all the way back with his knee. He wasn't totally comfortable yet. The offense wasn't clicking as it is now, which is still it still ain't clicking all that great, to be honest. In the in the offense, we're in the in the postseason, we're kicking more field goals than we are uh touchdowns. But this offense or this defense has been the most consistent part about this team all season. Yeah, they've showed up from from the get-go. I mean, they've had a few rough patches. The the Jets game is the one that kind of sticks out in my mind uh, <laughs> more so than any game. Yeah, that, that they kind of didn't show up that week. But um, other than that, even in the, uh, some of the games that that we lost, like the Bears game, for instance, I was at that one. But they played great that day. It was the offense that kind of fell short. 
as far as getting the job done. But yeah, I, I agree. They've been the outside of maybe the special teams unit and then they had their one game against the 49ers where that was just a complete yeah. uh, travesty watching that. But uh, yeah, I would say they've been the most consistent, but in the last half of the season, uh, the offense has been fairly consistent until we got here to the postseason. Uh, the red zone efficiency has been, been down. I think that's going to be another key part of this game. I think we're going to move the ball. We're going to get in scoring range. Are we going to be able to put it in for six instead of right. three? You know, right, that's exactly. going to be a, a huge key to this game. And I'll roll that back to, to what David Fulcher said on my show er, earlier this week. He said, he's like, if in the 88 Super Bowl, he goes, if we scored one touchdown instead of kicked the field goal, we would have won. And that's, that's what, that's why it's so, like you just said, it's so important. I love Money Mac, Shooter, whatever, Leg Cannon, whatever. I love them, but I want touchdowns. We, we, yeah. we, I, we need to get touchdowns as, as much as we can. I'll get to uh, Irma's comment here. Or Ira, sorry. Um, if we double Aaron Donald, that leaves our tackles one on one. I'm worried about Jonah. But I'm worried about our right tackle as well. Or I'm not worried about Jonah. I'm worried about our right tackle. And yeah, exactly. And, yeah. That's, but, and that goes back to my point with the Leonard Floyd, Von Miller thing. Uh, that's exactly what I was thinking, too. Yeah. And, and the thing is, I mean, Isaiah Prince has actually played pretty good. But <laughs> this is, you know, these are a different different beast. So, yes, we all know the offensive line is, is an issue. And I, I've been saying it this way where I, I give the credit to Zach Taylor, where I think, and th- I was watching the Chiefs game, and in the moment, I'm getting pissed off. Like, why are you running it almost on almost every first down? I mean, it seemed like that. But I think he was doing that to protect the offensive line, to be protect Joe, you know, and, and to take his shots when he needed to, st- strategically or whatever, you mm-hmm. know, because and eventually it, it, the dam broke and, and, and Mixon was able to get some yardage. But I think Zach has done a hell of a job coaching around the offensive line deficiencies. What, what What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I, I think he's adjusted as the years went on. I think a lot early, it, a lot of it was trying to protect Burrow more than anything. Uh, Joe wasn't comfortable. And I think he's even said. You know, I, I think he said that he felt comfortable before the season started, but I yeah. think you could really tell. Yeah. I, he might have said something. Uh, I can't remember interview, but it was the Steelers game uh, when he took off, made a couple guys miss in the pocket. Yes. And uh, video. took off for a first down. That was the first mm-hmm. time that I think he mentally was like, mm-hmm. okay, this is good to go now. And, and I think you even saw the reins kind of get taken off a little bit after that. But, uh, yeah, I think early on there it was – very much so. It was more so trying to protect Joe right. than anything else, and they still found ways to to win early on in the season. To exactly. uh, you know, despite having to kind of keep the reins pulled a little bit. Right, exactly. Uh, Jeff Holmes got a question here. He says, "Did Josh say he's from Chicago? And if so, is he a White Sox or Cubs fan?" I'm a Reds fan, baby. <laughs> yeah, he I'm, is. I'm. <laughs> I was born in Cincinnati. Lived there till I was ten years old. Uh, and then we moved to Southern Indiana, but I always kept my Bengals and my uh, Reds roots. So I, I get it's a lot his, of flack. It's in his from veins, Cubs baby. It's in his veins, here. people. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I get a lot of flack from the Cubs fans up here, but uh, it makes it a little bit more enjoyable when your team's the one winning and they're losing. So, you know, it's uh, it's a lot. It's really enjoyable right now, especially Reds kind of owned the Cubs last year. 
So, uh, and the Bengals are good and the Bears aren't so good. So I, I've kind of got bragging rights with thousands of people up here. So it's, it's good right now. Exactly. And well, hopefully baseball will figure it out and we can actually have baseball when, when football is yeah. over. But I, I don't know what's going on with I'm that. I'm not here. even thinking baseball. Dude, so I, far, I, I, me too. Know, like my wife was talking about the draft and free agency. I'm like, we, we're in a oh. Super Bowl. I'm, I'm talking about the Super Bowl. That's all I want to talk about right now. Josh, it's February and I yeah. could not tell you. Who the draft or I don't even know who's picking number one. I don't care. That's yeah. that's I think it's so cool the Jaguars, but I have a buddy that's a Jaguars fan. So oh, there you I, go. that makes it uh, a little bit, but I believe it's the Jaguars. But again, I don't care about the draft. Monday rolls around. Maybe if I uh you know wake up out of a, a you know celebratory uh stumble and I stumble up and hey maybe I'll look at it, but right. I'm not not interested in free agency, I'm not interested in the draft. Not interested in baseball. I can't even hardly lock into basketball right now. I don't uh, huge college basketball. <laughs> night, same way. It's all Bengals all the time. That's, dude, I, there's been there's been so many like good college basketball games, and I start watching. Yeah. I'm going, ah, screw that. I want to watch the NFL Network. <laughs> I, mean, I want to hear something about the Bengals. I don't I don't care about any of this other stuff. I'm so locked in on the Bengals. It, there's it, been ridiculous. so much content between social media and. You know, whether it's ESPN or yep. NFL Network, I can't even keep up with all that with the Bengals. And, you know, I'm, <laughs> I'm recording like every single thing I can see. And all my DVR is just completely filled with uh, <laughs> Bengals and NFL and, you know, this right. game, Chiefs game. I've watched a Chiefs game, I swear, like five or six times. I've watched it 10. I've watched it 10 <laughs> times already. You got me beat. <laughs> yeah. So I, it, that's, that's, all I'm, that's all I'm worried about right now. That's all I even want to talk about. Yeah, my, my wife was asking me earlier today. She goes, she's she likes she likes football. She, she's more of a football girl than, than baseball. She tolerates baseball because of me. And she goes, is baseball are they are they locked out or something? I go, it's like yeah. She goes, well, you haven't said anything about it. I'm like, I no, I don't care right now. Yeah. Like, I don't give yeah. a crap if they're we'll locked. Worry out. about that next week. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> after football season, then I'm like, all right, come on, let's go play some baseball. But after the not. Super Bowl parade, we'll we'll yes. start you know transitioning oh, into dude. some Reds baseball. He, Josh, can you believe we're actually like serious? It's not, we're not even joking. We're seriously talking about a Super Bowl parade. I mean, that's yeah, like, I know. That's like it's real talk. It's, <laughs> I still get giddy about it. Like, holy crap. Like, I, we were at the uh, the Bengals pep ride Monday, and I went live on there, and I'm like, I'm in PBS in freaking February celebrating yeah. my team going to the Super Bowl. What? <laughs> like, this is we awesome. deserve it, especially all you guys, uh, you know, like Bengal Gem and you guys that have season tickets that show up and you know even when it was uh before we had good seasons you guys mm -hmm. were there and mm -hmm. two win seasons and showing up every week uh like i ba said earlier hey, in the ba show, Jim and deserve the it you know ba you guys deserve it the most though i was a bingo Jim and who baby been there longer than i have so yeah i mean there's so many uh <laughs> oh yeah you know, we're obviously not doing it justice but because there's exactly. so many fans out there that have uh, been long tenured season ticket holders but you know, I'm obviously happy for myself and happy to pass that love on to my uh, my boys. But well, uh, and the thing is, know. just just think of what your boys get to get to enjoy enjoy now because it's this ain't going to be a, a one. I don't think this is going to be a one and done, dude. I, this is going to be a multiple at least 10, 15 years we, where we are in not playoff contention, Josh, Super Bowl contention, year after year after year, dude. We lived through the nineties, <laughs> yeah, the nineties. The war, the lost rough. decade. We yeah. lived through that, and we were still Bengals fans. We're finally getting rewarded, and there's so, so many times when I watch these other teams 
like when the Buccaneers are winning the Super Bowl or um, like say the Cubs won the World Series or all these teams who haven't done anything in years. I'm like, when the hell is that going to happen for my team? Right. It is now. And it's happening yeah. Sunday. Yeah. It's amen, it's, brother. It's unbelievable. I'm just, I'm just so freaking happy. <laughs> it's, yeah. It's so Sunday's awesome. going to be uh fun. It's going to be pretty much, uh, already told my son, we, he's kind of in, uh, he's got a soccer league. That's just kind of for fun. He plays soccer, you know, normally, but this league's just for fun. And I've already told him he don't have to go to that game. You know, it's in like early afternoon. We're not going to that game. We're locking <laughs> in. We're uh, getting, getting game game ready as soon as we wake up. It's uh, turn the TV dude. on. You know, Super Bowl coverage is a lot different than the normal playoff game. And it starts at 9 a.m. You know, yeah, it's, right. And it'll never start so at 9 a.m. We'll get it going, get the food going, you know, and, and get ready to party. I'm ready, dude. I, like it's I, I know NFL Network starts at 9 a.m. I think uh, Fox 19 locally here. I think they're starting at like 7 a.m. I'll already be up. I can I can tell you that right now. I I, I might be up by like five or six in the morning because I, I like I said I ain't gonna be able to sleep. I promise you. I'm I'm hoping to have the problem on my hands of deciding whether I'm just gonna jump straight in my truck and start heading to Cincinnati or not Sunday night. Believe <laughs> hey, me, if, I, if you if you do, you better call me. You're like, hey, dude, I'm coming. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope that's an issue that I have to worry about. You know, exactly. work would be a different issue i'd have to uh let them know i'm not going to be there Monday, Dude, just, but just tell tell them you got bengalitis all right it's, 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 <laughs> i think they'll know. understand <laughs> it's it's pretty clear that i'm uh a pretty big bengals fan been repping them all season and oh yeah even before that you know so everybody knows oh yeah i, I, I already told a couple of you to work like uh, they're like well i don't work on mondays anyway so i i actually have to work tomorrow i work tuesday through saturday and a couple of them are like you coming to work monday i said no i'm off like oh yeah and i go I'm off anyway, but I said, but Wednesday, I, I won't be in here. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, why? I'm going to the victory parade. <laughs> like, I ain't going to be in here. So. Exactly. Yeah, be a good good week to have just a full week vacation and just Hell soak yeah. it all in and, and party. I think, I think I'll just be sick. I just had bengalitis the whole week. Just, just <laughs> say, screw it. All right, Josh, man, it's 620. I know you stayed on here a lot longer than, than uh, you thought you could, so I appreciate you. Um, tell everybody about your Twitter handle to get, get, some more, get you some more followers. Oh, uh, well, I appreciate that. Uh, it's at jcav underscore eight. So that's J-C-A-V underscore eight. You know, I'd appreciate follow. Uh, shoot me a message. I'll make sure I follow you back. I did have a giveaway. I gave away uh, a jersey uh, last week. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, the guy picked a T. Higgins black jersey. So uh, I think his at was at Birdman 33. So he's going to He's going to be getting a T. Higgins jersey here soon, uh, trying to think of some other ideas, but just trying to spread that who they love uh, to, to everybody. And it, it, there's a lot of it going around, a lot of cool giveaways and, and things like that. It's, it's just so cool to see the Bengals being talked about so positively uh, across. And, you know, there was a lot of people that tried to get that, uh, win that jersey giveaway that weren't Bengals fans. So oh, uh, no, it, no, no. Good. it's you, pretty you cool to see people wanting to, I got, uh, kids up here that are Bears fans, their dads are messaging me. Uh, hey, where can I get a Joe Burrow jersey? You know, they're all sold out. <laughs> uh, so it, it's Bengals fever everywhere, and it's it's just so cool to to be uh, in the moment and, and getting to see all the things that we had dreamt about for decades starting to come to reality. So, exactly. uh, like we said, might be on a 10, 15-year run, hopefully. Uh, but, in, you know, like I've told all these guys and 
as long as Joe Burrow's behind center, I, I, there, the sky's the limit. You know, who who knows Absolutely. what we could be talking about here. I hope we get to the point that NFL fans are sick of seeing us win. <laughs> Me you know, too. I would, I'll love it. I, yeah, I would love that, it. I, that would I, be great if it was boy. to the point where they all hated us because we were winning so much. You know, I, oh I my god. You know how cool that would be? <laughs> like, dude, like right now, right now, everybody loves us. We're the, we're the lovable Bengals. We haven't won anything, blah, blah, blah. It was like the Patriots in 01. Everybody right. was all on board. And right. you know who they played in that Super Bowl, right? Yep. They yep. played the Rams. The Rams, yes. So, the Rams, yes. yep. So uh, the Rams were kind of the darling, and here comes the Patriots. And everybody kind of fell in love with the Patriots at that point. And then, you know, what was it? Six Super Bowls later, everybody's like, I'm sick of seeing the Patriots. So <laughs> hey. who knows? I, Why not I, I, us, right? Wh- exactly. And the thing is, Josh, it is us, brother. It is That's us. Right. All hey, right, Josh. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Who day, bro? Take it easy, man. All right, guys. Like I said, I hope you enjoyed. Josh is a great dude. He, uh, he, he, him and uh, West Coast Mark used to do the Bengals Brawl podcast. I, I wish they could get on another one. They were great, great guys to get on there. But check him out. He does do giveaways on his Twitter. So check him out. It's almost 6.30. I think I want to roll on out of here. But let me thank the uh, Facebook groups that let me uh, live stream, and I appreciate every single one of them. They are Hootay Nation, Hootay Legion, Cincinnati Reds, Riding Third, Heading for Home, Bearcat Country, Bearcat Ruckus, the Ohio State Bucknuts, the Ice Cave, and then you follow me on all my social media platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Twitter handle is at Jeff A. Trenopole. TikTok is at Iceman90. Twitter, I'm over 2,000 followers, which is awesome. So like I said, if you're watching me on Facebook or if you're watching me on Twitter and you have yet to subscribe to my channel, please do so. I'm at 1,498 subscribers on YouTube. Go there, hit the subscription button, hit the bell for the notification, and every time I go live, you'll be notified. I would love to get to like 2,000 subscribers. That would be awesome. So if you follow me on Facebook, you follow me on Twitter, subscribe to my channel. I would appreciate it. Again, update on my boy, Jeremy D. He's uh, out of surgery. Um, he's got tubes coming out everywhere, he said. He can move his legs. Uh, he's about six to ten months out of recovery. So he said as soon as he's able to sit up for at least 10, 20 minutes, maybe longer, he's going to come on the show, and uh, he'll give you guys an update. And he appreciates all the love and support that you guys have given him. He said it's overwhelming. So. Keep it up. Keep him in, in your thoughts and prayers. He's got a long way to go till he gets completely healed. But the good thing is he can completely he- heal. He didn't pass away. He's able to walk, you know, so those are two good things. So thank you, God, for uh, doing that and just help uh, continue to heal him. And hopefully next year when the Bengals go to the Super Bowl, Jeremy will be at the Super Bowl, hopefully with me. That'd be awesome because I want to go. Anyway, happy Friday. Next time you see me, we're going to be talking about a Super Bowl victory. (laughs) And that's just sports, baby. See ya!
Let the city streets east side stand up, west side stand up. If you weapon, who they? Time to put your hands up. Dingle stripes, we in it. New day, new age, yeah, we get it. Cincinnati jungle fitted. Who they in our house, we win it. Orange and black and white, we build it. Earn our stripes, you know we kill it. Bleed our colors, jungle dripping. Nasty natty, yeah, we live it. Lit the crowd, get the city loud. Yeah, we feasting now. Fit the bounce, make the city howl. Now we beastin' now. Thunder through the tunnel from the sideline to the huddle. Stripes, we tatted on the jungle. When we flex that, who they muscle on? Stripes! Cincinnati, we gon' rise in the house. In the jungle, we unite in the Get